everyone. Welcome to this episode of All Things Iceland. It's Jules, and I do have some news to share that may or may not impact travelers to Iceland. So I've been holding off on talking about the current labor strikes because they have yet to have a big impact on the people who are not involved in the labor strikes because there's a whole lot going on for sure. And I will definitely explain more. But for most people, in terms of those living in Reykjavik or those visiting, they have not felt any impact of the strikes. You know, maybe they've had some communication from their hotels or something. But other than that, it's not been something that's impeded people's travel. However, that might change in the coming days or week if the strike continues and if this work ban actually happens. And I'll explain what that is too. And I want to give a shout out to Linda, who is a listener of the podcast, who sent me a message talking about her experience because she's supposed to be coming to Iceland soon. And regarding her hotel, it ended up being that there was a lot more that is going on, you know, regarding the hotel and possibly canceling her hotel reservations due to the strikes and not getting a lot of information from her hotel, like transparency wise and basically trying to figure it out on her own. So she's a listener of the podcast, really enjoys it and sent me a message asking if I plan to talk about it. And I'd answered her back, letting her know you know, why it held off, which was in essence, there was so much that was happening, like the strike actually started and then it was halted and then it started again. But once this work ban aspect came up, which was unexpected, then it was like, oh, okay, well, I guess. And of course, Linda's message really just for me hit home that a lot of people are concerned, rightfully so. So I'm just going to address it in with as much information I can, but not try to overwhelm you with information either. And also not to go into the drama about it. As much as some people like to get the tea, I'm not planning to do that because there's a lot of opinions about the people who are in charge doing these negotiations, you know, on different sides. And that's just, you know, a lot of things, of course, and often happens when people are in leadership positions. But what people are most concerned about is how will it impact them. So I will be giving you an abridged yet informative synopsis about what is happening. In essence, Eplink, one of the largest labor unions in Iceland, has been fighting for higher wages for their members. Due to inflation, which I know all of us around the world are feeling, the cost of food and other items have gone way up. And definitely that has been felt in Iceland where it's already quite expensive. The current minimum wage salaries just haven't been cutting it for individuals. And many of the members in this union, in Eplink, are on the lower end of the pay scale. So when it comes to things getting more expensive, of course, they're going to feel it much more than an individual who makes so much more money and maybe has wiggle room in their budget. That doesn't necessarily connect or correlate uh, that a person who makes more, saves more or has more expendable income. But I think you understand what I'm trying to say. The people that work in these types of jobs, they work in hotels, whether it's at the reception, part of it, cleaning the hotels, they're 
truck drivers, staff in hospitals, police officers, and so on. And we're talking about a lot of people, of course, right, that help to make these different businesses run, but they're on a scale where pay-wise, they don't get paid as much as maybe someone who's in a technical role or running the company itself. So Eplink and the Confederation of Icelandic Enterprises, also sometimes abbreviated as SA, have not been able to strike a deal when it comes to companies agreeing to pay their employees more. So the Confederation of Icelandic Enterprises, of course, representing a lot of companies. And Eplink, you know, regarding this was taking a stance, a very strong stance on demanding more pay. It's a little kind of unknown how much they are exactly pushing for. And I think that part's kind of interesting to me. There's there's things happening in negotiations that are kept silent or kept from the public view and understanding. And I guess that has, you know, of course, to do with the fact that they don't want the public trying to also be a part of the negotiations. But that's another idea. And I'm not saying that the amount people want, but whether or not the public, meaning the majority of the Epling members, would go for maybe a little bit less than what Epling would push for. That's what I'm getting at. But to demonstrate this, uh, they did have a vote amongst Epling members, and over 40% of them voted for some kind of strike. There are 21,000 members in the Epling union, but currently there are 2,000 or so who are on strike. And in response to the strikes, about 94.73%, I know it's very precise, <laughs> of the companies that are members of the Confederation of Icelandic Enterprises have voted in favor of a work ban or otherwise known as a lockout. This work ban means that all members of Eplink, regardless if they're actively taking part in the strikes right now that are going on, will be barred from working and will not be paid while the ban is in effect. Work ban has not happened yet. It was originally scheduled for March 2nd, but now has been postponed until March 6th. And the idea is to give more time for negotiations. So what does this mean for travelers? So currently, the truck drivers are on strike and people who are working in hotels, like cleaning staff and, and things like that, are on strike. Regarding the truck drivers, they are not delivering fuel to gas stations. So whatever fuel that gas stations, or I'm saying gas stations, but fuel stations have, that can be diesel, of course, or gas, that's what they have. If they're not being refueled, if they run out, then they're empty. And that's just pretty much what we're looking at at the moment in terms of possibility. And the stations that are potentially impacted and have so far been impacted are the ones in the Reykjavik capital area on the Reykjanes Peninsula. So that's where the airport is, where the Blue Lagoon is, along South Iceland, West Iceland, and the West Fjords. Other individuals I mentioned that are also on strike are those who are working in hotels, such as cleaning staff, in the Reykjavik capital area. So if you're planning to stay at the following hotels, which you can, of course, see the link to them, which, of course, you can see the full list after I read them out. I mean, you may or may not resonate with it, but you can see on my website, allthingsison.com for this episode, the show notes. So allthingsison.com forward slash 2023-Iceland-Strikes. And so in essence, those hotels are Hotel Reykjavik Saga, Foss Hotel Roithárau, Foss Hotel Lind, Beriaya Reykjavik Natura Hotel, Hilton Reykjavik Nordic, 
Berjaja Reykjavik Marina Hotel. If for whatever reason you find that your hotel accommodations have been canceled and you or a travel agent that maybe you worked with cannot rebook your accommodations somewhere else, there is an emergency number that you can call. It is open for 12 hours a day, so 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Iceland time, which is GMT. The number is plus 354-891-7765. One major thing to consider is if the work ban goes into effect on March 6th, then tourism and other industries in the country might grind to a halt. The Confederation of Icelandic Enterprises has stated that emergency workers like the police, hospital workers, rescue team members, and so on will not take part in the work ban, which is a big relief because uh, that would be really scary to not potentially have any type of care during all of this. But there's no current concern about stores running out of food or anything like that. I also have a list in the show notes of this episode about the websites for the largest fuel stations in the country. They're showing which stations of theirs have fuel and which have run out of it. Not all the sites are in English. So you might see the word OPITH, which is O-P-I and then like the funny D that has a cross in it. And that means open or LOKATH. L-O-K-A, and again, that funny-looking D, means it is closed. According to the Icelandic Tourism Board's website, the fly bus that transports people to and from the airport will continue to run, as well as the public bus Streito in Reykjavik will continue to run on Schedule 2 for the time being. So those are kind of like the updates that I have, just like really cutting to the chase about all of this. And my random fact of the episode is you might be wondering what the Icelandic government has to say about all of this. And I did too. I was just like, are they going to step in? What's going on? But the consensus at the moment is, and this is according to an article on RUV, which is the national broadcasting publication in the country, is that, and it's so February 28th, which is today, they said, Icelandic Parliament collectively is saying that they don't believe they should step in right now. They believe that the state-appointed mediator, Austrálder Haraldsson, will handle it and find an agreeable solution for both parties. However, if the dispute escalates to a place where public safety is threatened, then the government will step in and make a decision. So... It's literally getting to if it's dire for them to do it. And that's understandable. I mean, the idea is for these two entities to work it out. They need to be able to work it out without the government, you know, being a micromanager or anything. So totally understandable. But like I mentioned, it's concern. It's a concern a lot for the people who are the employees, the workers, Especially if this work ban happens, many of these people are living paycheck to paycheck. So going without an amount of money for an indeterminate amount of time is really scary. And also being on strike and possibly not getting anything from the union if the work ban were to go into effect as well. So yeah, that's kind of what's happening and we'll see what goes from there. The Icelandic word of the episode is strike, because why not? And to say that, it's one word, verkfatl. But I'll say it slower, verkfatl. Verkfatl. 
which literally means work fall. I will, of course, come back and update if anything major happens and is necessary for people to know. Otherwise, though, if you don't get an update, that means that things have been figured out, <laughs> and thankfully. Uh, but, you know, keeping our fingers and toes crossed over here, especially when it comes to, like I mentioned, the fuel aspect because so many people drive in Iceland to work and not just out to the countryside. So this will impact a lot of people. I sincerely hope all this negotiations and strikes and even a possible work ban leads to a better situation for the workers. And if you happen to be traveling during the time when all of this is going on, that your travel plans are not impacted. Þakka þér kælegar fyrir að hlusta og Schaumst fljótlega. Mm-hmm.